What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. We are thankful that you are joining us this evening. And Ivan and I, my partner in crime over there, we're happy to be here. We got a lot going on, a lot to talk about. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm good. The hobby is... We've got a completely different landscape all of a sudden. And not only oh that, my but nobody, nobody has a map to what this landscape looks like. So the I'm only good, constant Rob. is change, right? But yeah, but the, uh, wow, the show is going to be full tonight. I'm curious to hear your thoughts because uh, we touched on a little bit of it last week. Yep. But even more has happened. Every and single day there's happened. hobby news. It's yes. crazy. So let me give you guys a quick rundown of what's going to happen tonight, and then we'll uh, dive right into things. We are going to take a really deep dive this week, lengthy discussion into our GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll question, which we'll circle back on in a minute here. Uh, as you might imagine, lots going on in the hobbies. Uh, so Hobby Happenings is jam-packed. We've got a couple higher-end breaks tonight, courtesy of Panini. There's a slim outside chance FedEx may still show up. I'll check on our first video break. But for now, uh, we've got certified football from uh, Panini and Immaculate Baseball. We do have two special video segments, courtesy of Kelsey Schroyer, that he had the opportunity to sit down and talk with both Fergie Jenkins and one Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson at the Onyx VIP party. And... We'll take a look at next week's new releases, which after a couple of release calendar updates got trimmed almost, almost two thirds of my original list disappeared for hot in the shop this week. Interestingly enough, still leaving a solid handful of good products. And then uh, we'll wrap things up, announce prize winners and also uh, a few detailed programming notes, including a couple rollover Twitch subscriber winners. So stick around for that who haven't claimed their prizes from that uh, special tops break we did. All right. So let's get into it, Ivan. The GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll is pretty simple given oh. everything. Uh, what eventually happens with Fanatics having obtained trading card licenses for NFL, NBA, and M MLB? Uh, hashtag the hobby <laughs> is changing. Yes. And so wait, anybody, hold on, Rob. So you yeah. you went there. We're we're speculating. We're jumping five years ahead tonight and speculating. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, well, regardless regardless of what happens, you know things are changing. So. First, I want to put one caveat on this, and uh, actually two. Before anybody calls me out and says uh, they don't have the NFL license, it's the NFL PA license. Yeah, dude, I know it's only a matter of time. Don't worry. Let's just um, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk that this is all you know. Three players' unions, three leagues, and properties. Okay, uh, is how we'll gear this conversation tonight. And first of all, thanks. 374 of you voting was still an hour left. So if you haven't, please weigh in. Yeah, one so other caveat. I have to always walk a fine line. Tell, tell, hold them, on, tell hold them where on, they can go. Hold, hold wait, on wait, one second. Weigh in and you didn't tell them where. Hold on one second. <laughs> but they could be weighing in while they're listening to the. All right. Twitter.com slash go GTS live. It's the pin. Is it still the pin tweet or is it, it is. one down it is. now? Okay. It's the it pin is tweet. still the pin tweet at right. Twitter.com slash go GTS live. Join the conversation because we're going to read your tweets back to us too. Yes. So join the conversation there now. Thank you, Ivan. The other caveat I have to put on this is I have to walk a fine line between 
being an employee of GTS distribution and then having my, my own opinions about something. As this conversation is going on, I'm fully going on the record that these views are strictly my own. They do not reflect in any way, shape, or form uh, conversations that I've had internally or externally with people in my company or outside the industry. Okay, so let's put that out there. Uh, and same thing over here, even though I am in this big of a capacity with GTS versus Rob. Yes. But similar, these are my thoughts yes. and nothing else. Absolutely. Thank you. So, wow. Let's get this to 400 right away. I can't wait. So we're going to hold off on our personal opinions because I'm really curious what you guys have to think. And I'd rather give my opinions and engage with you guys. So let's, let's kick it off here and we'll just alternate. I'll start with Eric Ralston at eBay guru, Eric fanatics creates their own card brand slash company and doesn't acquire any existing company. Certainly a possibility. Here's my personal feeling on it. You, if you, if that's your opinion, then you also have to probably say that brands have no value and that, um, let's start there because if you're not going to acquire, and I see that he's probably going to have to restart. If, if, um, they start from scratch, it's assuming a lot of things that they've got all the talent in place. It There's only a X amount of people in this business to draw from that know how to do this. Okay. So you'll be, you know, poaching from places anyway. I think those things combine to say, I just don't, I don't see that happening, but I've been wrong about lots of things. Um, Ivan, you got an opinion about that? Um, well, I think with how many we're going to cover, uh, it may come back up my opinion. I, I like what you said. I like okay. what you said. Um, then, uh, you take Ted Dastic Jr. Oh, oh, well, I got Eric Bailey, actually. Mm. We have completely different cookies. Okay, that's right. So. I forgot. My bad. No, that's fine. I'm just, that's how important you are to me, Eric. EJ Bailey 5-4 <laughs> is at the top of my Twitter feed. And his says, upper deck comes out of left field and comes out with 2025 collector's <laughs> choice. Everyone in the hobby is happy. Fanatics realizes it ain't working and sells jerseys instead. A little bit of humor there, but does touch on the upper deck point, which is not in the poll, but what happens with upper deck? Um, so personally, I would be, uh, I don't, I've heard people say, oh, Fanatics could buy upper deck too, especially since they're arguably, or not not even arguably necessarily, but the smallest of the big three right now with only one exclusive license. I just don't know if upper deck wants to sell personally. That's, this is total personal opinion, yeah. but I have a real feeling that as a family-owned company, family-run business with people like Chris Carlin, that it's been there since 1992, 93, they're a very close knit company and I don't know that they feel pressure to sell unless they really want to. So that's the yeah. question mark for me is do they want to sell? Unless I'm completely off my rocker, I'm pretty sure Mrs. McWilliams is, you know, still there involved in some capacity. So, yeah. um, I can, I can at least guarantee you will be off your rocker before she is. <laughs> She's sharp. I don't know about well, us. Well, uh, so Ted Dastic junior fanatics won't, 
won't want tops or panini if they're forward thinking is the only company with the pro sports licenses they don't have to worry about competition if somebody wants licensed sports cards they'll have to buy fanatic stuff that's a good point i don't think it addresses the concept of brands and people um, well what do you think though about that rob do you think that I mean, how fast did collectors jump onto some of Panini's unique brands and the their exclusive licensed products? And do you think collectors would just jump ship if a brand met what they wanted but had a different name? Yeah, certainly. I mean, let's go back though. You know, you said something. I mean, it. Let's face it. It took a couple of years. It took, in my opinion, more than a couple of years for Prism to really cement itself. As I'm not even going to say, like some people have said, you know, the new Chrome, it's not, it's just, it's a shiny by Panini. It is what it is. It's prism. And it took a few years for it to grow into its own. But once it did ink and paper value came out of it for the manufacturer, right. That we've Mm -hmm. talked about. So, um, all right, let's get back on track who you got. So I got Ron collect till I die. He says no one gets bought out, which I've been curious of seeing the Michael Eisner response from Tops at least, um, and reading some of Paul Lesko's commentary. Maybe Tops turns their back on being bought out. But Ron goes on to say Panini and Tops continue businesses with different paths. They let fanatics bury themselves in debt and eventually get their licenses back. Now, <laughs> I kind of, that's. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, so it's a little tough to say, like, eventually get their licenses back. Cause as we saw the, what the NBA one is 20 years. 20 years. So I don't know that I can go quite that far, but it is an interesting business model. And one that I felt came up a little in the tone of the Michael Eisner reaction, which is, you know, maybe like instead of tops trying to leverage their brand equity to get strong value in a buyout, maybe it's just fighting. Maybe it's just soccer or, you know, soccer, Star Wars and Garbage Pail Kids. And do you let fanatics figure out if collectors will like a new brand or hate them? So the way I look at this, Ron, uh, let's see. I don't know. (sighs) Starting a trading card company from complete scratch. I guess it could be done. I don't know why you would want to do that. It's almost like recreating the wheel is the way I kind of look at it. Um, I also think, you know, everybody knows that both companies have unfortunately been devalued to some degree as, as a result of these announcements, Um, which was such a quick turnaround from a few weeks ago where both companies were, you know, on top of the world. Um, Oh, and on so, the verge of going public. Yes. I mean, you know, Tops on the verge of going public and, you know, Panini Italy uh, selling its global empire to uh, or merging with a SPAC, right? The A-Rod deal. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I do think that Fanatics has bitten off a lot. They've bitten off a lot. Um, and they, they're going in multiple directions at once. And while that type of vision and growth is, you know, 
certainly great. I mean, if you're fanatics, there's a lot of risk involved as, as well, but I mean, it might happen. Maybe these companies eventually do get their licenses back, but chances are Ivan and I won't be doing this show. That's probably for sure by that point. Um, oh, ouch. 20 years? What do you, 20 what do you years got that's better now? than I'll this be, when you're 65? I'll be 71. Yeah, what do you got that's better than this at 70? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be dying to do this show 20 years from now. <laughs> Calling up David Real and Lloyd Casey if they'll have us. Yeah. All right, who you got next? Um, oh, I so I, I did some clicking and got off the page by accident because I thought you were next. Um because that was well, yeah, I am next. Funny, so yeah. I guess I kind of went off on a tangent there. I've got Logan Ward with all the cutthroat methods going on to acquire these licenses. Does this mean we will see the same behavior towards hobby stores and collectors as this ramps up? I just want to see ethical practices and fairness throughout the hobby. Time will tell. Um, I hope that all parties involved, I think. Are, are responsible enough not to break or fix what's not broken. Rather the reason all this money is coming in is because the industry is, is quote great right now. Things are good. Blah, 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 blah. It makes little sense to come in and just kind of with this big arrogant ego as a new company and go boom. Now that's, that's number one. I don't think how you build rapport with your league partners. I don't think that's how you show shareholders return on investment. And I certainly don't think it's the way that you grow a company. So I just, I don't know. I don't see that happening. I think they're going to continue to need all of us. I mean, think about it. These channels more than ever are going to be needed by fanatics to sell all this product that they're well, going to be required to sell. So it's not just selling um, because I do believe that fanatics uh, believe, I don't know, <laughs> you know, I haven't been to all 15 GTS warehouses or however many Southern hobby warehouses there are, but I think that fanatics is confident in their ability to sell. The question is how do you actually distribute? And one thing that I think has had just a huge impact on the hobby is breaks. Yes. And that infrastructure is there. Not only is the infrastructure there, but the uh, understanding of who can deliver on the output, you know, who can actually fulfill on an order. It's easy. You know, I'd love to go order 20 cases of national treasures. If they showed up here and I tried to break it, there'd be a huge log jam in getting cards to collectors. So, there's an interesting thing where I see at the end point of this. I know hobby stores are very important to the lifeblood of the hobby and to collectors and that. And there's a lot of fear. Oh, you know, fanatics, Josh Luber with StockX, you know, he doesn't care about collectors. But for better or for worse, I am hopeful. Wait, wait, rephrase that. I don't want that soundbite. I don't want that possible soundbite <laughs> clipped out of there. That was heard by that was that's something I've heard people say. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a, a tone, an opinion that I've heard. But here is the thing. For better or for worse, I have seen Josh Luber at the National for the last three years that they've right. had the National, right? He has been on the ground listening. And I have to think that there's an understanding that the demand in the hobby comes from consumers 
going to these sources and that if you just take over all of that and just make it all an autonomous online thing where all of a sudden it's it's bot brokers that are providing all the product i do think that that will turn off a number of people and i think you know rob kardashian buying into bullpen la's breaks uh, you know $10,000 going on tmz you know when he hits the card that's been part of this and so right. i think that that end point needs to stay and i think at the very least josh luber is aware of that so that's my long backwards answer on that of i think that there is a human at fanatics who understands that the hobby is built on the communities that breakers and LCS have created. Exactly. And I think that whatever it takes to bridge that, I think will happen. So this is and, the real and, sound bite. Yes. And from, and from the standpoint of a distributor, our hope obviously is that fanatics sees the value that we provide in terms of nobody knows our customers better than us. Right. So you can't just, just because you're plugging one hole differently, um, you know, obviously our hope is, you know, we, we've worked with fanatics on some exclusive deals in the past uh, and we have, you know, relationship with them. So we're hoping to continue to grow this opportunity, um, and, and are excited about, you know, what's, what, what changes are to come and what this means. So what other responses do we have? I've got, uh, or it's your turn. Who you got? Um, well, I've got Max Arterburn who says okay. fanatics buys both tops and Panini to abate risk, continuing in and expanding those brands will pay for themselves in roughly eight years. In the meantime, fanatics builds its own brands and sweetens it with tops Panini brands within it. So basically from the options fanatics purchases both and Here's here's another thing. I'm going to bring in something completely left field that's not exactly in the replies, but gets hinted at here. Fanatics builds in their own brands too. So I saw Breaker Culture, who you know I really respect in the hobby, posted a thing about you know people talking about innovation in the hobby, and what does that even mean? What is actual innovation in the hobby? <laughs> people yeah, say we right. need it. Oh, uh, exclusives mean we don't get it. Like, well, I don't like what is innovation? Like the cards start talking to me. I actually think that would be fun. Printing technology, incorporating uh, uh, technology and cards. Well, I mean, I'm uh, looking right here. I've got, so here's a tops 3d card. That's yes. pretty cool. Yep. That's lenticular. I've got heritage on classic stock. Um, I've got refractors over here, you know, like I've got sticker autos. I've got on card autos. I've got acetate autos that are built into the card. So I don't know. Part of what I feel like Taya Breaker Culture was saying and part of what Max is bringing up is, and I've seen it a lot and I don't know how much more time we have, so that's why I'm addressing it here, is I think that they won't rest on their laurels. I think they will try to come up with some new card things and do some level of trial and error. And I think like any business, it'll probably be, you know, usually R&D is what, 10%, maybe 20% in a very progressive right. business. You know, I think there will be at least five to 10% of unique, innovative, attempted things. I just think it's easy to get lost when, of course, you're expecting the flagships. You know, you've got all these things that have to happen. So one or two innovative products a year, especially if both of them in one year fall flat, don't get the credit that they deserve from collectors. 
Well, something that Max said, and and um, I'm going to go ahead and share with you how I voted in the poll because it is leading the way, Max. Fanatics purchases both, and that's also the way I voted, and I'll explain why. Um, 430 votes. It's awesome. I think I was able to make like a longer list of reasons to buy both than to buy none or to buy one or the other. And when it came down to it for me, I, I said, you know what? Brands have value. And there's some interesting things you could do owning both companies. You could let them continue to operate, you know, within a silo, or you could look for, I I hate the word synergy. It's so overused in business, but I couldn't think of anything else in the spur of a moment, but they might have some overlapping things that are, uh, you know, a benefit to each other. Um, but I think what it came down to is the the amount they've paid for the licenses. I think by acquiring the other two companies, you can kind of all of a sudden you've got all these sports now under. I mean, and I know that licenses don't transfer with ownership, so you know you'd have to assume that the English Premier League would stay with you know, Panini and you, Aoife would stay with tops, etc. Um, I just think that there are several reasons why it makes sense to buy for them to buy them both, but I don't think it's going to happen quickly. And I'll tell you why, because fanatics wants to buy these companies when they're at their lowest, obviously, right? Buy low, sell high. Now, both companies have taken a hit but I don't think they're in any way, shape or form at their lowest. So what happens over the next couple of years as we get closer to things making the transition over? I would think that unless Tops and Panini do something drastic to increase their value, which would probably be their objective, they might be able, you know, fanatics might be able to acquire one or both of them at, at somewhat of a healthy discount and yet have all that brand and IP assets and talent available to build your new company. So that's how I voted. So that brings up a question that, uh, that I've had, which is, I know the, the initial thought is, oh, well, tops is, you know, they lose bargaining power when fanatics gets those two baseball licenses. But I'm curious if Tops actually gains bargaining power with Fanatics adding in basketball and football, because now if they bought the Tops name, they could launch Tops Chrome basketball refractors. Yep. Everything. I mean, you know, you look at the hair, the the tradition of some of the Tops brands. You can go deep. You can go really deep. You could do. Uh, They've done Philadelphia football, Mayo football. They've done also, you know, in that vintage theme. I guess one of the questions I have is what happens to Bowman, you know, because Bowman is a grandfathered product uh, in terms of them being allowed to sign the players that they're allowed to sign. If, if, and I let's, there's been a lot of speculation that it's being assumed that there's just no way that 
that grandfathered clause is going to be allowed to continue. So what Bowman becomes again, potentially is home of the rookie card. Remember when it was home of the rookie card? Mm. So I, I don't know. That's something that could happen. Any other responses that uh, jumped out to you? I saw um, Mike E uh, can see them purchasing tops as the brand is iconic and would keep sales flowing. Panini, not so much as they've already basically copied ideas themselves already in the likes of prison, AKA Chrome origins, AKA inception and so on. Interesting point. Fanatics definitely buys upper deck gets Jordan and NHL, which gets them the big four under their umbrella, as well as old Fleer and OPC namesakes. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, Bull, the, Michael Jordan bulls NBA cards. So that's where I was getting into sort of the speculation side of like, it's just, it's really hard to tell because you, you know, there's so much that's possibly speculative. So it's and part of why I was a little, I was both surprised, but also excited to have this conversation because I, I don't know. The yeah, industry was, summit in three weeks will be interesting. This was uh, from that, that sentiment was from Mike Baluda, the real Baluda, by the way. Let's see. Uh, uh, Max. Okay. Yeah, we heard from Max and Paul Lesko says, at least initially, Fanatic goes it alone to see what happens. Only if it gets no traction does it buy one of the companies. Uh, Stalking PMS says, well, so that Fanatic one, that, buys Panini, Disney buys tops. <laughs> so I had a really interesting thought with Paul's because I did see that. And the, um, the challenge with Fanatic's going alone that isn't quite being brought up by a lot of people is remember the let's just keep baseball as one example. The major league baseball players association license comes to them as an exclusive before the major league baseball license, the players license, right? Yeah. But as yeah. an exclusive. Yes. So are they going to, after spending all this money to acquire this and doing all of this, are they going to want to launch with non logo baseball cards for two or three years. No, I feel like that's something they're going to want to solve sooner rather than later. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I want to get, um, our technical director and uh, producer guru, James Gale to weigh in with his opinion on the poll question, James, which way did you vote? And what are your, some of your thoughts on what's been happening over the last week or so? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nice. Nice. Oh, fun. Yep.
Yep. They're winning right now, you know. Oh, yeah. Two weeks from now. <laughs> it's all going to be sorted out by the industry summit. <laughs> uh, what happens in Vegas is not going to stay in Vegas. That's for sure. Um, it'll be interesting. Well, that's uh, a lot of good, a lot of good conversation and uh, a lot of good comments going on everywhere. I know. So uh, if so, you haven't continue to weigh in and Ivan, tell them why the poll question is important too. Cause we are going to give some stuff away tonight. Yeah. We've got some great box breaks tonight that we're going to do and give away product. And so we use Twitter where that poll lives to uh, help aggregate all of our um, breaks uh, giveaways that we do. So we want you to just get some practice and following us on Twitter, twitter.com slash go GTS live, interact with the poll, and then keep an eye out throughout the show for when we post the giveaway tweets. We'll let you know. Don't worry. We'll let you know. So, um, I'm really happy, um, this week, Ivan. And, um, one of the reasons is, um, I found one of my favorite candies that I can never find be familiar with these. They have these when you were a kid. Uh, they did. And I never got them. Oh, I always bought the good candy. And uh, James, I was going to say, this is made by that candy company Pearson's, which happens to be in St. Paul, Minnesota. So I was wondering if you're familiar with them. Oh, that's so funny. Well, I found these they used to come in a bar thing and they were wrapped in wax paper on both sides because they were sticky. But I found these boxes at Gecko gas station. I should have bought the whole tray. I mean, I am a, but I am a diabetic. So I bought four. Boxes. <laughs> um, four. <laughs> James, just a heads up. I keep hearing that nobody, nobody's heard anything you've said, James. Oh, my oh, bad. No. Sorry. So, just because I hear you button. also weighing in here on the bit. Oh, honey. And so I wanted to, let so no, know. I want to circle back to that. So you, because you, you said something funny, James. My, you said I had a friend who lived at an apartment right next to the <laughs> Pearson's plant. I'm a big Thank fan you. of the salted nut roll. Salted nut rolls, another good one, another yeah. good one. So, all right, um, we got a ton of stuff going on, as you know, and uh, we've got even more in a segment that we like to call hobby happening. So let's dive right into a look at numerous stories from around the web impacting this hobby that we all love. So here's a look at this week's hobby happenings. The fallout from last week's news about Fanatics successful attempt at taking over multiple league licenses in the coming years continues to reverberate throughout the hobby. As we've discussed, we do know that both tops and Panini were unaware that their longtime league licensing partners had been in talks with Fanatics for months with one tops executive saying, quote, they were absolutely blindsided, close quote. The MLB deal starts in 2026, MLBPA deal in 2023. We also know that MLB isn't the only license that Fanatics will have exclusive rights to. It turns out that Fanatics has been negotiating with both the NFL and NBA and their respective players associations with those deals starting in 25-26 respectively. As we talked, adding the NFL property license seems to be merely a formality and a matter of time at this point. Well, Rob, 
if any of this news has sent you into a uh, a tough place emotionally <laughs> or made you reevaluate some life decisions or maybe just hit you in the gut. I don't judge you. But this next news story may be for you. Maybe not. Uh, it but might be. The doctor is in. The <laughs> yes, doctor the, is the in. doctor is in. So Leighton Sheldon, pictured on the screen, of Just Collect and Vintage Breaks, who is a hobby veteran, decades of working in the hobby, has launched a new video slash audio podcast called Trading Card Therapy. In Trading Card Therapy, Leighton will detail how being introduced to the hobby as a kid set him on a path to pursue his dreams of working in the sports card space. The first episode is available now on YouTube, and the regular 30-minute show will stream on Tuesdays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Congrats, Leighton. Look forward to watching that first episode and watching ongoing. Well, the market for unopened material regardless of what it is has exploded and it has for vintage video games in recent years and leading the way is the nintendo epic the legend of zelda last week a connecticut branch of goodwill sold an ungraded factory sealed copy of the legend of zelda for four hundred and eleven hundred thousand two hundred and seventy eight dollars the game was donated anonymously how cool is that to the nonprofit's bridgeport connecticut location the classic nintendo game attracted a lot of online attention with 144 total bids and after several bids were voided due to alleged fraud noted video game collector eric nayerman nayerman yeah, snagged the $400,000-plus prize. So now the question is, what does that say about the potential for this WADA 9.0 with an A-plus seal copy being sold by Golden Auctions? I think with much better marketing and being graded that this copy could easily top $600,000, but we'll have to wait and see. Sports Collectors Daily reports that Tuesday's episode of HBO's Real Sports with Bryant Gumbel will include a segment on the booming sports collectibles market. According to HBO, the report by John Frankel will discuss the rising interest and prices in sports cards since the beginning of 2020. Quote, of course, this begs the question, has the market become too hot and overpriced? as it often does with the stock market and real estate industry, and well, the bubble soon burst, end quote. That's according to the network's promotional material. Go ahead and watch this video. Last month, we watched as Nate Burns prepared to leave town for the Super Bowl of card conventions in Chicago. He planned to be a major player and prepared accordingly arming himself with millions of dollars worth of cards and $500,000 in cold, hard cash. He didn't fly commercial, but on a private jet, befitting his new status as an investment tycoon. By the time we caught up with him again just a few hours later, Burns had already done more than $400,000 worth of business. What's the most expensive card you've sold here? Um, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, triple autograph. And that went for how much? 150000 And there were sales like this all over the convention hall. Fans celebrating the golden age of sports cards. 
it is like no other time in the history of this business. Mike Giuseppe is an industry expert who hosts a podcast on The Ringer. Every couple months now, it seems like we're seeing a new highest card ever. Million dollar cards were not really a thing 10 years ago. And now just yesterday at the show, somebody bought a Patrick Mahomes rookie for over $4 million. Um, a couple weeks before that, there was a Babe Ruth, $6 million. Uh, LeBron for a million before that. And so, then I'm going to keep those cards and I'm going to put them out on my mantle place or I'm going to put them up on the wall? I hope you live in a nice area. I'm not putting a $5 million card on my mantle. I think almost all these guys, it's going in a vault somewhere. The Industry Summit announced that Las Vegas Golden Knight Jonathan Marischal will be on hand for a live Q&A and probable photo op. We'll continue to provide more details on the summit as they become available. Hey, Rob. Yeah. Do you remember when the bubble burst? (laughs) Well, in our Hobby Happenings news today, we have another week, another sales record. This time, it's a record for the 2000 playoff contenders, Tom Brady, rookie, and a PSA DNA 10-10. This one landed over five times higher than any previous sale for this iconic card. With only two double 10 grades in existence, I'd say this card is well-deserving of its record of $2.88 million, which was part of PWCC's first self-hosted auction, which raked in a total of $13 million. Not bad. Ivan, help. What exactly is this? I mean, is this, is it, is this another new grading company, but they're making slabs just for SP refractors? Is the slab a refractor? What is this? I don't get it. Do you know? Yeah, certain 1 in 25 cards will get a refractor slab instead of just a traditional slab. And 1 in 50 will get a prism slab. So as you submit cards, there's a chance you come, you you get this cool slab? Yeah, there's a chance you get a shinier slab. Okay, all right. Okay, I buy, get it now. Thank you. I believe it was our good friend, those back pages, who famously said, buy the slab, not the card. <laughs> I Strike thought you were supposed to buy the card, not the slab. <laughs> Reverse it. What company uh, is this? Uh, our, our RC, our Rev, RCG, Revolution Card Credit, RC. The label was a little hard to read, and this is all I saw about it all week, so I was hoping you knew more. Oh, no, I do. I do. Okay. It's revolution card grading where you've got a chance at a slab, and I probably shouldn't be sharing my opinion on them because they'll take over the industry, and then they'll boot me out, and 20 years from now, I won't have a job. That's right. The way things are going now, you don't know who that company's owned by. I'd be really careful. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Rob, what are you doing behind that? What are you doing over there? Uh, in other hobby news, Moses Moody of the Golden State Warriors met his biggest fan this weekend when the star returned to his Arkansas alma mater for an autograph signing at an aerial Walmart courtesy of Upper Deck. Local NBC affiliate KNWA has more. Watch this.
Might as well don't talk. And I don't know when it's going to end. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I figured. Uh, just, just that's, 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 that's a testament to how great my supporters and people are. Some healthcare workers are coming out of retirement in an. Be a little bit tricky because we couldn't the website we pulled that from didn't allow us to record it so we had to do it from a video url which is never fun but you guys got to hear james yeah right we well always like that all right listen this is important this next one everybody listen up all right attention. a collector needs help i randomly saw this post on twitter and was hoping the go gts live audience could help locate the owner as the tweet says it's a total long shot but someone obviously put a ton of work into this want list notebook and it would be great to get it back to them uh it was lost and found at the national so go retweet this tweet from at Polakoff, P-O-L-A-K-O-F-F. And let's hope we can find the collector this belongs to. Come on, Hobby family. I know we can do it. In auction news, Heritage reports that their summer platinum auction was an absolutely huge success, with the final sales total being over $25.3 million, with seven different items selling for over half a million dollars. Where's that? Where's that burst? Wow. Congrats, Heritage. Some of the marquee items uh, include this Magic Johnson game worn jersey, photo match to his iconic performance in the 1980 NBA Finals clinching game six, which sold for $1.5 million last night. That's a record price for any Magic Johnson item ever. And am I, am I tripping? Is that autographed? It's not even autographed, is it? No, it's crazy. Uh, the next highest sale price of 870000 was for this 1920 Babe Ruth game used and signed bat. Both signature and bat received top grades, a PSA DNA GU-10 and a Mirrors A-10, making this one of the finest signed Ruth gamers in the hobby. That piece of legendary lumber just outpaced this piece of historical hardwood. Yes, this 1985 Pete Rose game used and signed bat, the one he used at the plate for career hit number 4,191, which tied the record with Ty Cobb, was graded at PSA DNA game used 10 and sold for an impressive $855,000. And of course, some baseball cards made the list. Well, basketball cards as well, including this 1957 Topps Bill Russell rookie card in a PSA near mint 8.5 that sold for $630,000. The other card on this list that broke the half million dollar mark, oh, Rob, I know you'll love this one. Mm -hmm. A 1910 Old Mill Series 8 Joe Jackson card graded in an SGC VG3. 
It found a new home after selling for $540,000. At the same time, I love seeing any graded three sell for that. Yeah, it right. means that it was played with yep. and still appreciated in value. Well done, whoever owned that card for exactly. 111 years. And of course, no reputable auction in this era would be complete without a Michael Jordan sale. And this one didn't disappoint in any way, shape, or form. This pair of 1985 Michael Jordan game-worn and double-signed Air Jordan 1 sneakers were photo-matched to his rookie year and sold for $615,000. The provenance on the signature is impeccable, too, as the signing session, which occurred years later, was captured on network television just hours before the Bulls claimed their first NBA championship. Amazing. And there's one item we need to update you on. Remember last week we talked about that lone surviving autographed rookie game ticket from Tom Brady? Well, it sold for $49,200, which is a record price for a Brady ticket. Chris Ivey, Heritage's director of sports, noted, quote, one of the most exciting things about this event was the significant number of new bidders who helped yeah. prove that the sports collectibles market remains extraordinarily healthy. That's great. Well, this year's PSA set registry awards have been announced. There are literally dozens of categories and winning any title is an achievement each, uh, in and of itself rather. However, there can be only one best collection, and this year's honor went to Ken Kendrick, who many of you know is the current owner of the infamous Honus Wagner card. Well, in addition to that card, Kendrick owns the highest uh, rated 1952 top set and several other high and highest grade examples of other key cards. Be sure to check out the complete list of 2021's top collectors and their prize winning sets on the official PSA blog, which is easy enough to find at www.blog.psacard.com. And congratulations to all the winners. We've got another good uh, redemption announcement, this time from Leaf Trading Cards. The long-awaited fulfillment for Justin Jefferson autographed cards has begun with, get this, all cards returned and in-house. So well done, Leaf, getting that one fulfilled. All right, Ivan, check this one out. This one's for you. Major League Baseball and Stand Up to Cancer have collaborated with Heritage Auctions to present Bid to End Cancer, a charity auction where every dollar bid will go to fight cancer. You can win incredible items straight from MLB, including this base used in Game 7 of the Cubs' 2016 World Series victory. So visit www.ha.com forward slash standup to view all the items up for auction now and to see when new items are added. This week, PSA unveiled its newest add-on to its population report listings. I know a lot of collectors that are really going to love this one. Game used bats. Nice. We talked earlier about a game uh, graded 10 game used bat. Well, now there's a pop report under the watchful eye of PSA professional model bat authenticator John Taub. The 
company has launched a compila a thorough compilation of game used pro model bats that encompass the playing careers of 30 outstanding hitters ranging from hammer and Hank Aaron to the splendid splinter Ted Williams. The list of players in game used bats will continue to grow over time, of course, but the bats found in PSA's initial pop report database were all chosen based on a combination of their historical significance, rarity, popularity of the player, visual appeal, and of course, market value. Of course. Got to have those listed, (laughs) right? Um, Tops Project 70 Meet the Artist Episode 6 is streaming now on YouTube and features the fabulous Brittany Palmer. Palmer sat down with Tops in her studio in Los Angeles to discuss her path to fine art, creative process, and how she approaches creating art for Tops baseball cards. Here's a quick look. I've been with UFC since I was about 19 years old. And I was able to kind of start with Twitter and start with Facebook. And I had that sport that I followed and I was with, so people would follow me. And I was starting to gain a following at a very young time in social media. So I would paint as a hobby. I would love to paint Jimi Hendrix. And I would post Jimi Hendrix all the time, just like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is it. One person says, I love that. Can I buy it? And it clicked. It just was that fast that I realized, oh shit, somebody would buy my work. And at that time, I was what, 22 years old? I'm all, if I just sell two paintings a month, I can live in LA, my rent will be this much money, and I'm totally thinking, you know, in our heads we have these big dreams. And that's why I just kind of gave it all up and moved here to try it. This week, we saw the drop of the popular 2021 Topps Baseball Factory sets. And as is the case every year, they are available in several different formats. In addition to the traditional hobby version, there are multiple online exclusives and retail versions as well. First off, here's the standard set in the red box, which in addition to the 660 card base set, comes with five rookie photo variation cards. The Target exclusive purple box has one chrome rookie variation in addition to the five rookie photo variation. The one that I think offers the most exciting chase is the green box version at Walmart. One in every three sets will contain a complete base set of parallels with possible options being gold star, which is uncommon, blue star limited to 299 and orange star limited to 99 plus amazingly one lucky collector will find a super unique foil fractor set numbered one of one wow and that's in addition to the rookie variations and i believe foil board inserts as well holy cow you are people clearing walmart out of factory sets now right uh the hunt continues all right there was some big news today (laughs) Seems like there's big news every day lately, but today Sportico announced that IMG and Collectible App have announced Mint Collective, a three-day event to be held in Las Vegas for sports collectors, professionals, and investors. The new industry trade conference is obviously catering to higher-end collectors and those hobbyists involved strictly for the money. 
Collectible partnered with the right company in IMG, who is a global leader in sports, events, media, fashion, and more, and operates in more than 30 countries. The conference is scheduled to take place January 28th through the 30th at the UFC Apex Center and the MGN Grand. Confirmed keynote speakers are StockX founder, co-founder rather josh luber and none other than ufc ceo dana white for more information about mint collective please visit www.collectible.com forward slash mint dash collective tops has teamed up with bazooka to create limited edition baseball art with Bazooka Joe and the gang sketched on each ball. Cool. Yeah. And uh, if you want a chance to enter to win a Bazooka Sketch Baseball plus some additional packs of 2021 Tops Series 1, go to Tops Twitter feed and find their tweet and tag a friend in the replies. Pretty cool. I'd love to see if those drop separately. Yeah, no doubt. Well, it's that time of year again, and the annual Crack and Wax Allen and Ginter charity event is underway. All proceeds of this awesome event goes to support the mission of Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America. They've already crushed their original goal of $10,000, but at this point, they need everybody's help, everybody's help in making their stretch goal of $15,000. So even if you can afford five bucks, do it. Goes to help a really worthwhile cause. And thanks to Crack and Wax, as always. I'll tack on, though, if you can afford $10 and you make sure to include your email address in the GoFundMe, you're automatically entered into a chance to win one of the hugest Mail day prize packs of all time, including a Fernando Tatis Bowman Chrome Auto. Oh my Packs gosh. of cards. Yeah. For 10 so, bucks? Yeah. So, yes, if you can only afford five, every dollar goes to the cause. But if you can afford 10, for every $10 you donate, you get entered into that charity giveaway. So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Just since you mentioned five, I wanted to make sure we clarified 10 so that people, uh, if they had an extra four in the couch cushion, yeah, I mean, make my goodness. So, yeah. Um, also, Rob, another breaking news in the hobby this week. Well, it might be a little bit small, but still every penny counts if you're a reseller, especially if you're a reseller in the lower end card game, the singles, the set builders. So you'll be uh, maybe not surprised to hear, uh, but at least interested to hear that eBay is raising the price on their eBay standard envelope service by two cents across the board for each of its ounce price tiers. So that's one ounce, two ounce, and three ounce are each getting a two cent raise per envelope. Uh, and then in some other news, the mother of legendary San Antonio Spurs all-star Tony Parker is having a Texas-sized estate sale that is supposedly loaded with rare memorabilia from Parker's career. The estate sale is taking place this weekend at her North Central uh, San Antonio home. So any hobby peeps who live in that area, you might want to check this out. 
And last but not least, just before the show started, Upper Deck posted this picture with an accompanying tweet that says, come back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time for an exclusive release on UpperDeckEPAC.com. Only available until September 3rd at 8.59 a.m. Now, if I'm not mistaken, those look like AEW colors, and I'm pretty sure that's CM Punk's logo moniker thing. I'm curious what this is going to be. I have to check it out. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. <laughs> 50 slides this week, bro. Woo. 50 slides. Yeah. 30 minutes of news. I'm telling you, weekly weekly news show. For it's, sure. It's crazy what's going on. And I got to I got to say that Mint Collective I've seen events like that in, in industries and usually they're, they're precursors. They're not at the end of an mm -hmm. industry run, like no, that type of event this, put on this, by outside investors. Exactly, bro. I'm telling you, there is an outside money coming to this industry because there's any bubble going to burst, um, anytime soon. So, I mean, I won't go that far, but <laughs> I will, I will. Um, all right, let's uh let's update that poll real quick though before we oh no let's let's dive into some box breaks yeah let's do that now uh, we've been talking about products let's break some products shall we so those are our, our products tonight we're gonna kick it off with certified football and then we'll head from the gridiron to the diamond with immaculate collection baseball pretty sweet I love it so the first one that we're doing the certified NFL football came out this week. Um, each box is going to deliver one freshman fabric signature card and one additional autograph card. So that's at least two rookie auto or two autographs were given away, one rookie autograph tonight. But we also got to keep an eye out, Rob. There's those SP um, SP inserts in these. <clears throat> Look for the new certified air. That's an SSP insert. Scoring machines, which look like they might be die cut. If I'm Seeing this right? Maybe they aren't. I'd love them to be. And Dark Horses Black, an interesting new cool design insert this year. So, again, it's not just the autographs. It's the cool inserts. All right. Let's have at it. There's your guy, Matthew Stafford, for the Rams. Hey, Matthew Stafford in a Rams uniform. That's pretty cool. Uh, Benny Snell. Junior, number to 249. I was the most excited anyone has ever been pulling a Benny Snell card. Wait, that's a memorabilia card. It's a Benny Snell memorabilia card. Steelers is die cut into the form of a jersey. It's a piece of the game card, number to 249. Cool. It's a nice memorabilia card hit. Christian McCaffrey, seal of approval. Ivan still thinks he's a bust. I didn't say but <laughs> he's also not a top 10 player in the league. There's, there's a middle ground. Russell. <laughs> God forbid anybody ever try to be balanced. Uh, uh, I was talking earlier about Eckler. Uh, Wait, I think we got a hit here. Yep. We got an auto. It's numbered to just 10. Holy cow. Mirror signatures of is that Deami Brown? 
Quincess oh, no. Cephas, wide receiver for the Lions. Number to just 10. Quintess Cephas. Josh Allen. Jalen Rager. Now he's a Lions draft pick, so I can say confidently he'll be a, a bust. <laughs> Sorry, Munson. Cam Newton in a Patriots uniform. I still have a hard time with that for whatever reason. Uh, rookie Monte Rice, number to 299. Golden Teams, Arizona Cardinals, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, one for James, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> and, oh, look at Carson Wentz in his Colts uniform. There's my guy, Roquan Smith. Parallel, number to 299, Devin White. Star parallel, number to 199, A.J. Brown. Rob Gankowski, base. Darren Waller, base. This feels a little chunky. Ben Roethlisberger. It is chunky. It's a patch auto. It's our freshman fabric hit of rookie Michael Carter, number to 249. Oh, I was just about to snap the picture there. So if you don't mind bringing that back. Yes, sir. Is that Jets or Eagles? Can't Eagles. quite tell. Jets. Jets. He's getting uh, <laughs> sleeper talk in fantasy football drafts. People are talking him up. Apparently, he's having a good camp. Nice. And my mic was on for that. <laughs> cool. Put our other auto there. Uh, the 2021 insert, Miles Sanders, little graffiti action, Devin Singletary, and Terry McLaren. Awesome. Michael Thomas. Oh, look at that memorabilia card, number to 249, Jimmy Graham, dual jersey swatch. Russell Wilson stars, AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts. Like, uh, Quinta Cephas came out of Wisconsin also. A badger, is he? Yeah. Did that card say rookie on it? Jerry Judai, let me see. Yeah. He's not bottom a, left corner. No, the, the Quinta oh, Cephas. My bad. Let's see. No, I don't think he's a rookie, is he? Oops. Y'all gonna make me redo that tweet. Jonathan Taylor, number to 249 parallel. The Colts. Golden Team. CD Lamb. Joe Burrow. And Nick Cousin looking downfield for Justin Jefferson.
Jimmy Garoppolo, Pat Vermouth, number to parallel number to three ninety nine rookie. Rookie 2021, Justin Fields in a Bears uniform. Jonathan Taylor again. Devin White. Two packs left. So if you want a chance to win those autographs, make sure you go to Twitter. Jersey cards too. Twitter.com slash GoGTSLive and retweet the tweet that just went up there. So three three winners so far. I'll pair the memorabilia cards. LaMichael Perrin. Ooh, horizontal insert. Dark horses. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, you were. 149, but you're an <laughs> NFL running back, baby. Dar- Derek Carr and Devontae Parker. All right, last pack. Little Mojo. Maybe. Some sort of 101 parallel in there. Never know. I believe the last pack, Ooh. Jeff Okudua. I see some. I see some color. Peyton Thunder, number to one forty nine, rookie. Orange parallel. Another beautiful horizontal insert. Dark horses, DeAndre Hopkins, Antonio Gibson, and Baker Mayfield closes out our break of certified football. Awesome. Nice. Three winners tonight, Ivan. We're going to give away the. Uh, Cephas Auto, number to 10, number to 10, Michael Carter, RPA, Freshman Fabric, and one person will get, you know, if you're going to get memorabilia cards, I like the idea of die cut, so it's an oversized swatch, and a dual swatch, and they're both numbered, pretty cool. Three winners. Got it. So, again, make sure you go to twitter.com slash live to enter to win. There's a tweet up there that you can retweet, and that'll be what gets you entered in to win. So check that out. Make sure you're following us also. If you're not following, the, the randomizer can't draw you. It's really easy. I just click one button and say, only followers. Not only fans, only followers. You know, there was some interesting news around OnlyFans this past yes, week. Yes, there was. They've. I, I almost expected fanatics to buy them out and become only fanatics. All right. Been waiting all week to make that joke. But a jing. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have my rib <laughs> shot ready. Um, okay. You ready, That's brother? A dr- That's a drumming term. Yes, I am ready for 2021 Panini Immaculate Baseball cards. Wow. There's going to be six cards in this box. Maybe eight cards. I'm not sure if the configuration or if uh, it's a combination because it says four autographed cards and four memorabilia cards. So it might be eight cards in here. No, four autographs and two memorabilias. Type. I need to, I need to proof type stuff. Sorry. Uh, some of the cool names in this, Rob, aside from, of course, the rookies and the prospect patch autographs that we've come to expect, get this. Panini has material from names like Sandy Koufax, Roberto Clemente, and Babe Ruth. How cool would it be to pull any sort of relic or autograph from any of those names? I'd like it. You know, I have pulled in my lifetime, I have pulled a Babe Ruth dual game use jersey bat card number to 10. Wow. I I have not. Okay. But I'm looking at the sell sheet on GTS.net right now. There's actually one card that has Babe, Mickey, 
Whitey Ford and Mariano Rivera material on one single card. So cool. All right. I'm just going to go top to bottom. Let's do it. All right. Hot rookie Dylan Carlson with the game use patch right there. Nice. Some good shine and heft to that card too. We did. Didn't we do immaculate college just last week? Football. Yes. yes. So you're getting to rip two boxes Ooh. of immaculate. Ooh, how about an Aaron weeks. judge triple Jersey swatch number to 99. Awesome. I like it. Our first auto. Kiebert Ruiz rookie oh. number to 99. You know, I've been high on him for a while. I've been high on oh. him since I sold his Bowman Chrome Mojo Auto. His his Sean Yamaguchi first year. number ninety nine. The San Francisco Giants. There's nothing that makes me higher on a guy than selling his autograph before he hits the majors. Jose Altuve number ten. Boom shakalaka. Wow. Altuve numbered to 10 autograph there from Immaculate. And that's not even the last card. We still got another hit. Our last card is numbered to 25. It's Jake Cronenworth on card, triple material numbered to 25. Wow. That was nice box. Good box. All right, I am going to double up the Aaron. Ju- you know what? I'm going to hook somebody up. I'm going to take the Aaron Judge, the Dylan Carlson, and the Sean Yamaguchi. I'll put that in one stack, and then three winners, one each for these three. How's that sound, Ivan? Uh, good, except that I'm in the middle of tweeting, so I didn't write down exactly what we have. So we have the three autos, uh, four autos, three, three autos, Kiebert's Ruiz, gotcha. Jake Cronen, Cronenworth, Jose Altuve. So three winners for Shun, that. Shun Yamaguchi is going in with both the relic cards. Correct. That's a good, is a good and relic cards. So that's going to that do a it. Good typing and talking <sighs> for our by box break segment for this evening. Sometimes it's a matter of quality over quantity. And those were two fabulous products. We pulled some nice cards. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time to update the poll question. I was getting ahead of myself as I saw those numbers jumping up there. One of the most engaged with polls we've ever had, 490 votes, 78 retweets, countless replies and likes, and still 45 minutes. We can break 500. I know we can, but the majority of people still think in fanatics purchases both. All right, we, Ivan and I are going to catch our breath while you guys check this out. Kelsey Schroyer had the opportunity to sit down at the Onyx VIP party with the one and only Hall of Famer, Fergie Jenkins. Check this out. I'm going to go see if FedEx showed up, and we'll be right back.
All right, Mr. Jenkins, over your Hall of Fame career, one thing that's been a constant is being asked to sign autographs. I'm curious, though, what is the strangest thing anyone has ever asked you to sign? Well, I had an opportunity to sign uh, women's undergarments. Uh, she brought uh, a whole package of, uh, I guess they're small briefs, and uh, they're brand new. I signed my name for Jenkins Hall of Fame, and <laughs> she had her boyfriend with her. <laughs> But uh, that was fun to do. On the flip side of that, what is the coolest thing someone ever asked you to sign? The coolest thing? Uh, I signed some puppy leashes. And I raised dogs for years. And they wanted uh, <clears throat> some leashes signed. Fergie Jenkins Hall of Fame. They put them on their dogs. Autographs and memorabilia have gotten really big over the past year and a half. What do you know as fans typically ask you to sign? Well, the biggest thing is, I, you know, I get 8x10s or baseballs. Uh, every so often you get baseball caps. But, uh, and oh, now, I think the biggest thing is now those miniature helmets you sign. What about rookie cards? I know those rookie cards have gotten really popular again being asked to sign. Do you know more people ask you to sign your 66 Tops card? Yeah, I get those through the mail. I sign through the mail a lot of times for youngsters. And uh, I'll get uh, maybe... In a, in a couple of weeks, I'd probably get maybe a half a dozen of those uh, rookie cards assigned. Some are in good shape and some are not. When you see kind of the values of what the memorabilia is going for now, could you have ever imagined that it would get as big as it is? Well, you know, the first show I ever did in New York, I uh, did it with Yogi Berra and Joe DiMaggio. And I'm 22, 23 years old after I won my first 20-game uh, season. I was really surprised that uh, people would uh, want things signed. Just the uh, baseballs, I had maybe one or two 8x10s uh, of me at the time with the Cubs. So, you know, I could see where it was going to go somewhere. But, you know, Yogi and, and, and Joe DiMaggio, their lines were endless. <laughs> I had maybe 100 people. <laughs> what memorabilia, if any, did you keep from your career? Well, I kept uniforms. Uh, I kept my 3,000 strikeout uh, uh, jersey and my 3,000 strikeout ball. Uh, a couple of home run bats that uh, I used. I used uh, uh, a, a D143 model. It was a Tommy Davis model bat that when he joined our ball club from, from the Dodgers, that was a thick handle, no knob on it, and it's almost like a U1. I kept quite a few of those bats, and when I started hitting home runs, uh, Louisville Slugger made a bunch of bats for me. Is there anything you didn't keep from your career that you wish you still had? Uh, some of the spikes. Uh, I wish I'd have kept uh, more of my spikes. Uh, uh, those uh, kangaroo, black kangaroo uh, spikes. We, we, in my era, we, we pitched with just black shoes. Now they multicolor. They have Adidas, Nike, Puma. You know, there's so many different uh, brand name spikes now. Our viewers are the absolute best. And um, I'm sorry, I did this break without glasses. And somebody astutely pointed out that that Dylan Carlson, yeah, it's a one of one. So we'll pull that out of the Aaron Judge Yamaguchi prize pack and give this to someone as a standalone. Yeah. Wow. Who do you collect? 
one of one that we missed. I think because even when you picked it back up, Rob, you know, your hand just naturally goes to right where on that exact yeah, exactly. version the, the number is. Uh, so great eye, Twitch and Twitter, and thank you for letting us know. So, yeah, we were giving it away already, but now we're giving it away on its own. There will be one more chance for somebody to win. Um, no new tweet for that. Still just retweet the one with the autographs. Um, but I did just go put that up on Twitter to, you know, let Panini America know that we saw it and that there's some incredible hits that you got to look twice every once in a while. Absolutely. To see. Wow. I, I bad guys. Um, all right, let's uh, dive into Hot Shop. Uh, look ahead to next week's new product releases. Sure to be on fire at your favorite breaker, online retailer, or LCS. And we kick things off with a gridiron product, none other than 2021 Panini Black NFL football cards. Black delivers a rookie patch autograph plus one additional autograph card, one memorabilia card, one parallel, and one base card in every box. Black football is loaded with new and improved content and more rookies and more inserts than ever before. So the RPAs, oversized pieces of prime memorabilia signed in white ink, oversized jersey patch autos and sizable signature rookie jerseys of all the top rookies from the 2021 NFL draft. Uh, look for capstone autographs, which feature four pieces of memorabilia and an autograph. On-card autographs of the league's top talent and spotlight signatures and brand new bursting out of the tunnel in 2021 is the on-card autos in smoke show signatures. Find silhouettes, autographed jerseys, and sizable signatures and memorabilia cards. There's a colorful array of top players within in the NFL with futuristic rookie influx and jet black materials. There's a 200 card base set that includes 100 rookies uh so be looking for all current and future stars and three brand new eye-popping short prints white knight regulators and force field black has gone back to the drawing board and loaded with new content tops has a new release coming out this week for the pitch not only the pitch the American Pitch 2021 Topps Chrome MLS Soccer Cards, highlighting the best players in Major League Soccer across the United States and Canada. Each box is going to deliver one Chrome autographed card. And for the this is the first time in several years that MLS actually has gotten the Topps Chrome treatment, complete with parallels and refractors. There's going to be four cards per pack, 18 packs per box three refractor parallels per box, as well as one hobby exclusive speckle refractor parallel, if you're opening a hobby box, and a fun throwback to the 1975-76 Topps footballers uh, with those inserts, as well as Celebration FC inserts, and then Big City Strikers, and look at that, Future Stars. Oh yeah, so catch the Future Stars, the Stars of Tomorrow. Get this, those future stars are only two in every case. So where we've seen future stars as sort of a watered-down common insert in the past, seems like in this Topps Chrome MLS product, it's going to be a rare one. I and like there that. There are also 
base set image variations. So use gogts.net. Use the checklist when you rip this product to find out what you got. Topps Chrome MLS Soccer coming this next week. And from the pitch to the ice, we get our first look at some classic brands coming to hockey for the first time in a long time. 2021 Upper Deck Skybox Metal Universe NHL Hockey Cards delivers an autograph card, an acetate card, plus six inserts, and three 97.98 base set cards. A classic brand returns to hockey in Skybox Metal Universe. 200 card base set, 100 star veteran cards, 50 rookie cards, 50 all-stars. Grab at least one rookie or all-star in every pack. Keep an eye out for a bevy of numbered parallels, including one-on-one gold precious metal gems and autograph parallels. Skybox Premium Prospects set and the popular Intimidation Nation insert. Striking design, up-close imagery in the league's top goaltenders, Intimidation Nation. Nice. Be on the lookout for the rare autograph parallel versions of that as well, as well as other fun inserts like Net Deposit and the Acetate Cards. Uh, Allon featuring top active stars and rookies, championship hardware, and more. Those come with gold spectrum parallels. Look for Jambalaya and the first ever Platinum Portraits Hockey Set. Rare set, which features laser die-cut player images, will be a valuable addition to any player collection. In stores, better late than never. Yeah, it was supposed to be here in April. It's here next week. Also this week, we have 2021 Topps five-star baseball cards. Premium collector favorite from Topps that brings on-card autographs. The only exceptions are cut signatures or autographed patch cards. Two per box. And so every card in this hobby exclusive set features an on-card autograph, including the autograph jumbo patches that you see there. Cool. Uh, Jumbo Prime Relic brand logo patch. Let me get the whole thing out. Autograph Jumbo Prime Relic card button parallels in five stars. Look for the dual subject pentamerous penmanship cards, metallic ink autographs, autographed Jumbo patch cards as case hits. Absolutely awesome looking stuff from five star. I mean, Honestly, sometimes it's tough to distinguish the top brands here, but <laughs> five star just, they really hit me as the like combination of top baseball card, as well as consistent brand year in year out. Look at those, some of those names on those multi autograph signed cards, whether you're going old and young, new and old hall of famer and prospect, or just all hall of famers. There's one of those pentamerous penmanship cards I mentioned was a case hit. Looks like that's oh, a red parallel beautiful. version. Beautiful. Scheduled for release this next week. Two cards per pack, but they're autographed and they're numbered. You're going to love it. Tops nice. five star. Last but not least, we have a bit of a breaker centric product, if you will, in 2021 Break King Multisport Premium Edition which will have three premium buyback cards, including at least two graded cards in every box. Look for a variety of modern premium cards of the game's best players. All cards are from their rookie year. That's pretty key. Um, 
Yeah. Look at all that. Be fun break to get in. Uh, in stores next week and at your favorite breaker. Break King Multisport Premium Edition wraps up what's going to be hot in the shop next week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one last special video segment while we put Ivan to work wrapping up the winner selection. Uh, also on attendance at the Onyx VIP party was one Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson. Uh, it was fun to have him there. He was a cool guy. Check this out. All right, so one of the big things with athletes being asked to sign autographs, what do you think is the strangest thing anyone has ever asked you to sign? You know what, the strangest thing anyone's ever asked me to sign would probably be a woman's upper extremity. You know, her upper extremities, I'm not going to say what they are, but I mean, we can, we can kind of guess what that is. And that was it. Like, just, just pull those puppies out right there in front of everybody and ask me to sign them. And if I'm not mistaken, I think she got the tattoo of the signature. Pretty cool. Cool shit. On the flip side of that, what is the coolest thing someone has ever asked you to sign? Oh man, it's too many, too many different things. And so many, so, so many different creations of variables when it comes to creativity and art, when it comes to memorabilia. I've signed some of the coolest stuff. It's kind of hard to remember right now off the top of my head, but it's been some really, really dope stuff I've signed. Have you kept any memorabilia from your career? You know what's funny? Honestly, I'm not really into memorabilia, and I literally have zero. Yeah, now my um, there's a friend of mine that's here with me who has been representing me for a very long time. He has most of my memorabilia. A friend of mine that I met in Cincinnati when I first got drafted, he probably has the other half. Other than that, and then once I stopped playing, I just, I'm an avid gamer, man. I didn't really, I didn't really care, honestly. Is there anything you wish you had kept though, looking back on it? Honestly, no. No. Like once, once football ended, anything related to or having to do with, I just didn't care about anymore. Now you're getting into boxing now. Has anyone ever asked you? Has anyone asked you to sign any boxing memorabilia? Yet? I signed boxing memorabilia. My last, my last signing, about maybe two months ago, which is really cool. That was, that was dope. That was dope. That was a first. You've been featuring a lot of trading cards over the years. You signed some here for Onyx. Was there ever one that stuck out to you? Like, man, that's actually kind of a cool card. I can't remember. And the one I signed today was pretty dope, but uh, there's been some nice ones. There's some really nice ones over the years. One big story we're seeing now is the NIL agreement for college athletics, how that's affecting athletes. I love it. I love it. And, laws, and the only thing that worries me about it is I love the fact that they're able to be able to, to eat which has always been a problem. Something so small as just being able to eat. And um, a lot of people will complain, oh, they got free education, whatever. But just being able to provide for themselves, being able to eat. Um, I just want to make sure all of them, even though you're getting these lump sums of money, you know, that same drive and hunger you had in wanting to reach the NFL, I don't want that to change. Because at times when you get money, even though it's small compared to what they would get once they reach the NFL, that drive, I don't want that drive and that hunger or that, that, that relaxation to set in, you know? Because there's so much more. There's such a bigger bag to get to than that of what the NIL is offering. And at times, I think, as young athletes, when you get that kind of money right away like that, I think it relaxes you in a sense. It, to me, I'm, I'm just saying, I think just from what I've seen in general, 
as long as they keep that same drive and hunger, you know, to want to be the best at at what they do and reach that pinnacle of reaching the NFL, I, I have no problem with it. All right, so pretty cool. Um, before we turn this over to Ivan with tonight's winners, I have a couple of winners to announce from that Twitch subscriber exclusive break we did a few weeks ago. I have two unclaimed prizes. You guys must have missed the announcement. Uh, hopefully you're listening tonight or watching tonight. Uh, Greg Reermsma. Rearmza underscore 63. This Bruce Bochy autograph from Topps Archive Signature Series Retired Edition is yours. If you want to claim that, you know how to do that. And Mr. Bass Pauly, Mr. Bass Pauly, I got a pretty nice Miguel Tejada auto for you here. I'd love, I love this old Bowman Heritage black and white. It's numbered to just 49. Solid. Rearsma is in the chat. He just responded, so he'll get a hold of you. Bass Pauly... Not in the chat. I will send a DM via okay. Twitch. All right. So, um, yeah, Ivan, it's all you now, brother. Did you just fart? What was that? <laughs> that is not the rim shot we were looking for <laughs> in regards to my my jokes. Drummer reference there. Drummer reference. All right. So, yeah. So, we've got some stuff to give away. I have drawn winners from the two tweets only two boxes tonight, but wow, this feels like a stacked giveaway. First off, a couple of football players that you'll be able to have fun. I like I like that, Rob, when we give away a really cool card of a guy who you still don't know the jersey's out on. You know, hopefully right. we'll create two fans of these guys today. And then that baseball box is just unreal. Altuve yes. auto to 10, Cronenworth auto to 25, rookie patch, Dylan Carlson one of one, and a Key Bear Ruiz autograph. So Immaculate brought it. Totally certified, gave us some fun opportunity to follow some guys. Let's put these in your hands. But first, if you hear your name called, you got to help us out. You have to email us, gogtslive at gogts.net, the name of the show at the name of the website. Very easy. Email us your name, your mailing address, what you won, and your Twitter handle. So the pieces of information we know, the pieces of information we need helps us match it all up super fast and easy. Rob's going to volunteer time on the weekend to package this up and ship stuff out to you. Wait, what? Make it easy on us. We'll make it easy on you. Well, I don't know if you're volunteering or not. (laughs) (laughs) You're salaried. You don't have a choice. All right. So the first person that's going to need to do that is going to be doing it for the Benny Snell and Jimmy Graham patches that were in our totally certified box. And that user is in Cobb seven user in Cobb seven. You won the Benny Snell and the Jimmy Graham patches. So email us go GTS live at gogts.net to claim your prize. Next up, we've got that Quentin Cephas auto numbered to 10. And this guy won just last week. So he better know how to claim uh, but congrats on two weeks in a row, new day, new drink. Congrats. Enjoy that Quentin Cephas auto number to 10 new day, new drink. And then the Michael Carter autographed patch freshman fabrics is going to E signs eight E C I N E S eight E signs eight. Congratulations on the Michael Carter 
auto patch from our totally certified box break. Now we're going to switch into the uh, Immaculate Collection Baseball. Our first winner is going to get both the Aaron Judge Relic number to 99 and the Shun Yamaguchi autograph card. That first winner is Ricky Hedrick 23. Congratulations, Ricky Hedrick 23. You won two hits from that box. Next up, the Kiber Ruiz autograph. That's going to, well, Rob, be careful. This guy is not your homie. Congratulations, not your homie. You won the Key Bear Ruiz. Uh, but hopefully we can be homies after you get that cool prize. Congratulations on the Key Bear Ruiz autograph. Next up, the Jake Cronenworth autograph. Uh, on-card triple. I missed the on-card portion of that. Beautiful. On-card triple patch Jake Cronenworth autograph. It's going to at Hippie Dan. Cool, man. You got that Jake Cronenworth auto. Hippie Dan. Congratulations. And then the Jose Altuve auto numbered to 10 is going to D-Doc 99. D-Doc 99. Congratulations. You won the Jose Altuve auto numbered to 10. And then finally, that Dylan Carlson rookie one of one is going to Rave Tone. Rave Tone. Congratulations. So eight winners I think there's not a bad winner in the bunch. Congratulations. Of course, remember, if any of those users are not watching and they don't claim their prize, it goes back into the prize pool for next week. And I know next week we've got a stacked show. So excited for it, Rob. Tell them, tell them what's going to be on the show next week without telling them what's going to be on the show next week. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to have a special guest next week. Um, some of you may know him as the host, former host rather, of HQ Trivia, Scott Rogowski. He's been the subject of Alan and Ginter cards and other TV shows. And he's got a really neat project he's working on and he's going to tell um, us all about. So that will be absolutely excellent. And let's see, what else have we got? Some more programming notes. Um, what else was I supposed to tell everybody, Ivan? Do you remember? I mean, that was the big thing. That was the me. big thing. Yeah. Okay. You, All you right. specifically told me, you were like, I wrote down notes. Um, there is actually one other cool special thing. You know, this it is a hobby information show. Sometimes we focus a little bit more on that than giving you hot takes. But that's okay because you can learn about incredible products that you don't know about otherwise. And next week we have a special look That's right. at a new product from historic autographs. So again, you know, we, we love that the hobby's growing, but guess what? Rob and I are collectors. If you're collectors out there, we've got a special sneak peek at a true collector product next week that you will not want to miss. Um, yeah. But also the Scott Rogowski news and just talking to Scott on the show is going to be absolutely cool. So. Absolutely. So you're not going to want to miss next week. So I think that's going to do it for us here tonight at GoGTS Live, the Hobbies web show. We appreciate you hanging out with us this evening. Thank you to Tracy Hackler for overnighting us two fabulous boxes and uh, our producer, James Gale, behind the scene. And Ivan, thank you as always. Um, and for you out there to take time to watch with us. So uh, we'll be back next week, as we said, with a killer show again. But in the meantime, have a great weekend 
and always be collecting. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. 